New Year, same old shit. That's just brilliant, that's just the, the isn't that just the WWE in a nutshell? So, first review, first Raw 2021 is the much hate legends now. Uh, here's the review, I'm telling you, I think this might be my last Raw review. There's a, I was thinking about that before Christmas, but uh, if you can't make a, a legends night interesting, then there's no hope for this company. It really isn't. Ah, uh, just, well, it is what it is. So, so it starts off with some little backstage thing, but hopefully you're not going to fair enough. You're one of your biggest legends on the show. Okay, that's fine. Fine, whatever. Irrelevant, but whatever it is, but it is. So the first actual like, storyline, I'm use that quote-unquote segment, is you've got Miz TV, right? You kick off with Miz TV. Right. Last week, you go off the air with an edgy cliffhanger. It's got a bit of edgy content. You've actually got a proper cliffhanger. So how do you go on the air this week? With a childish segment that even five-year-olds would play for. You've got Miz and Monson in the ring, and who's their guest? The fucking New Day. New Day come out and they oh, we're going to do our own talk show. New Day talks. <laughs> what a load of fucking shit. If you get people who haven't watched in a while tune in because it's Legends Night, here's a reminder that there'll be, this will be a reminder of why you don't tune in every week because this was fucking shit. Then you've got uh, Ted Long comes out, makes a little joke about Miz and Morrison will take on the Undertaker. Even that joke doesn't work, so it used to be you go one on one with the Undertaker, so they fuck that joke up. But of course, he made a tag team match. Play off. Which was fine. Good to see Tony Long and all that. So Miz and Morrison versus New Day in a completely boring tag match. New Day won. Complete bollocks. So we finally, so we get a video package from last week's ending. Last week's ending, the work in the light, so you know the thing that was the highest viewed YouTube segment? In the last two weeks, so you actually get, you, you get this video about that, and then you've got an interview back. So, the first follow up on this isn't about epic segment or anything like that, it's a backstage interview. Now, to be fair, Charlie Cruz was here, and Charlie Cruz was fucking good. So, that's a good thing. But you've got here, Horton comes in, he basically just says, I was going to set it on fire, but I didn't. So, that's basically the whole. That's the whole thing. I'm like, oh, okay, that's the follow up. And then he said, well, when you encounter the theme, you change. And I'm going to go and find some legends, so apparently he's changed, right? What, this was a running country tonight, and he'd go up to legends basically threatening them. Nothing's changed again, that. That's the same Randy Orton, Randy Orton that's been for the last 15 fucking years. So, what, what changed about him exactly? It's all well and good having a cliffhanger. But if the, the follow-up to it is just going to be lame as fuck like this was, then what is the point? You have no idea how to tell stories. This was just a waste of time. Uh, Alexa Bliss wasn't even on the show. No explanation why. Just, oh well, she wasn't on. Okay. You'd understand if she wasn't on, if she was being but I can't be burning she was going to become a queen character herself. If that thing, okay. Not a lot of bundles for that. I hope you get Hope they weren't going to do anything stupid like that and have a cover up or anything like that. I don't know if they do the shit they do, but this was just boring. Just, just boring. What was the point? Anyway, speaking of boring, what was the point? We get AJ Styles versus Elias, again, for no reason. 
had this last week. You know what? This was a good match last week. I actually liked it. Alliance gets a good show on them. So they have the same match again. This time Styles just wins with the Styles Clash. And to be honest, Styles and Alliance looked a lot worse this week than he did last week. He was a job Alliance out for no fucking reason again. You have this match for no fucking reason again. What is the point? This was just utter, utter hitch. Then, oh, oh, the next thing. Then we have Charlotte and Asuka versus Peyton Royce and Lindsay Evans. I actually had two weeks ago. See what's happening here? Now, I actually praised that match. I thought it was quite a good little match two weeks ago. But now they're doing the exact same thing again. And to be honest, the match was mostly boring. The only thing that some good came of it, you had brought up in the Lucy Evans was basically flirting with Rick Flair, which was kind of funny, but then kind of weird at the same time. And how old's Rick Flair and how old's Lucy Evans as well? No, it's like. It was kind of funny, I suppose. Not fancy or anything like that. It was kind of funny, but you know, this is really a good job here. When you actually see Charlotte and Lacey Evans like clash with each other, you actually think this could actually be a good singles group, but they've dropped the ball on that, so whatever. But I will say one good thing. At least Peyton, uh, what was it? Rick Flair accidentally tripped Charlotte, and then Peyton was ruled off Charlotte for the win. Okay, cool. Peyton Royce gets a win over Charlotte. Good. You know, I actually do quite like we see Peyton and the team. I think they could be both better as singles people to single stars themselves to be honest, but you know what, then as a team they're doing a good job. Never around little segments and pre play things to do and they're pretty funny. So fair, fair enough. No doubt they'll get the next shot and no doubt the payoff will be Charlotte on the point saying he's tap out probably when they actually have the title shot. I honestly I'd rather this was just a title match. I'd rather this was the title match and Peyton and and they were Peyton and Lizzie won the belts and then Charlotte and Asuka can have their inevitable match just at Royal Rumble but unfortunately Charlotte has declared herself for the Royal Rumble which means when Charlotte eventually takes the title of Asuka it, this is going to drag on to WrestleMania this is utter boredom by the road can decipher what's going to happen next year I don't think she'll win the Rumble but I don't think we'll have a win two years in a row but they'll probably have her or an Asuka drop the belts in like February or something, in February, a Lutheran match at WrestleMania. Again, it's been done to death, Charlotte and Asuka, I mean, who fucking cares at this point in time? It's just a waste of time. Anyway, speaking of waste of time, we've got, uh, well, Matt Riddle, he's just one big waste of time, but no, actually, this honestly wasn't too bad, because Matt Riddle versus uh, Bobby Lashley actually played a solid little match here, and you've got, yeah, the match itself is actually quite solid, but see what you want about Matt Riddle as a character, I don't like him at all, but at least he can go in the ring, so that's that. Uh, Lashley, he had him tapped out there if he was distracted by MVP, and then Lashley turned his back, let him rolls him up, so all that good strong booking of Bobby Lashley is for nothing, because you might have used to roll ups. I knew that thing, Riddle was obviously going to be the next challenger for Lashley for the, for the title. Couldn't we just have him like, win a number one contender match or do something? But no, you actually be one of your few people that you've actually been freaking strong, you know, have those two or up. Match itself was honestly fine, but whatever. But then the next, when they eventually face for the title, we'll already have seen the match. Oh, by the way, I meant, it's the same with when Charlotte and Asuka face 
beat me once here. You've already have seen that match twice by the time it gets to the title match. Great, eh? Very exciting. Yeah, some of the backstage segments, like the way the legends were used throughout this night was piss poor as well for the most part. It's nice to see them, you know, you had like Orton threatening Big Show, threatening Mark Henry. I know if Mark Henry's using a scooter or anything, I don't know what his situation is, I hope he's alright, but um, yeah, I noticed he's had a scooter or anything to get. Hopefully he's Mark Henry's okay. And uh, he's threatening Rick Flair, and of course Orton also declares himself for the Rumble. Like, okay. What did the theme stuff in? Because is there going to be some sort of payoff at the Rumble? Singles match? Or cinematic match? Or whatever? Do you know what I Or is the theme just going to come back during the Rumble? And cause Thornton to get eliminated? What about the Edge thing? Is Edge going to do that? It's a mess. Genuinely, it's just because of a complete mess. Ah, whatever. But then if they're all going to interact, maybe this is there was Edge and Fiend was. And do my friends on the answer and that's what they do this, but whatever I could do. This is garbage. Mm. And uh, speaking of garbage, right? Randy Orton vs Jeff Hardy. So again, he goes out there, putting over stuff. Oh, Randy Orton's still sadistic. This is terrible what he's doing. Again, this isn't because he's encountered the theme. This is just what he Randy Orton been for the long, for the last 15 fucking years. So what are they on about? Just, anyway, they have a boring match, so the whole, the whole the, um, payoff for, from last week's cliffhanger, or follow-up from last week's cliffhanger was, Orton does a backstage interview, which he says, oh, I didn't, I didn't settle it for a while, I just decided not to, and then nothing, you hear nothing from Alexander, you hear nothing from the team, but just fine, because if you want to sell him being on fire or whatever, that, that's fine if you want to sell out for a while, you hear nothing from them. Uh, the whole thing is Orton having backstage segments with the Vikings. Then he goes in as a boring match with Jeff Hardy, which he just wins, and then nothing happens. Complete waste of fucking time. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll always say it is, but it's nice to see them and everything like that, but I'll always say it's just, just pointless. Get this thing around the tree and shoeless, and Hulk Hogan interrupts you, like, okay, cool, it's Hulk Hogan. And he's like, oh yeah, Drew, I love you, Drew, but well, you go get Keith Lee. And the cynic in us all could say, well, we're, we know why Drew helped support and Drew against Keith Lee. And, but <laughs> that's an upset about that. And then you've got Drew doing the podcast, which is strange. Just so bad. And Drew, seriously. Decent enough talent, but world title guy. No, I'm sorry. Just no. Uh, what else? Um, then, you know. We got to see Tori Wilson by the way. Yeah, that was a definite highlight. She looked amazing, of course. She does look fantastic. I swear she was not used to be. She looked really fantastic. And yeah, I got to enjoy Garda trying to get in about her. And then, uh, I don't know about the baby man, she just enjoyed Garda and Archer and them for the first time. No one cares about that shit anymore. It's been done to death. You know. Yeah, and I guess it was the first time Nikki Cross has been on TV in over a month because she was backstage with Tori Wilson, so ha, I can't even put her on TV, so okay for her. She wasn't as annoying as usual for me because she didn't speak to me. That's good, I wasn't trying to get funny, so fair enough. Uh, yeah, Tori Wilson, great to see her, she looked fantastic. And we came to the main event, which was the title match, Keith Lee versus Drew McIntyre. And all the Vikings were like, on the hand watching. I know people seem to like this match. It was a long title match. Tell you the truth, 
I was bored shitless doing this match. It was just boring. It's not like it was bad, it was just boring. I'm not invested in all the guy. That's the thing. You can go out there and have a long match all you want, but I'm not invested in the characters. And I don't care. And that's exactly what happened here. It's not like they're bad. They're good athletes and everything like that. But I just don't care. There's no characters trying to use these They're just blind and boring. So, and Pete and Smarts wanted this to be a WrestleMania title match. Okay. Uh, and then you had this big spot when, like, I can't remember the way they it from the top rope, keeping down this from the top rope, rope to do and just kicks it, and you think you're going, that should be a special finisher. Nobody should be kicking out of that. And then Drew just kicks it, and then a couple of minutes later, one Claymore kick and beats Keith Lee, and it's like, okay, whatever. Match was done. But then after this, Goldberg came back. Now this was interesting. Goldberg came out and basically taught Drew McIntyre and 99% of today's wrestlers out to cut a promo. Goldberg was good in the mic here, but here's the thing, here's the thing, the promo, the content of the promo was so bad. It's, it's such a contrived way of getting to Goldberg versus Drew. That's what's happening at the Rumble, and it's like, this makes no sense. It's, and, and you can see it's contrived Goldberg saying, oh, you disrespect the legends, and you're like, shit, and you're like, what? But when's Drew ever done that? This is just contrived. But, uh, he should be going after Roman Reigns because he's got unfinished business with Roman Reigns from before WrestleMania last year. The only way this makes any sense is if Goldberg wins and then you get Goldberg and Roman in a verification title match at WrestleMania. The only way it makes any sense, but they won't do that. And of course, that would not avoid the Royal Rumble anyway, so always time, unless they have to win another Rumble. Ask for the title match earlier and losing it, whatever. I don't care at the moment. But you know what? No problem, Goldberg went great here. Yeah. It is nice to see, but at least it was a nice surprise. But it doesn't cover up for the fact that this was a boring Dutch based of a show. If you can't make a legend's name fun, then there's no hope for this company. That's it. There's, there's really no hope for this company. There, were, there was a few little moments here and there. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention as well. Apparently it was at Lucha House Party beat Hurt Business in a tag match, whatever. Jobbing out the chance, all the champions getting jobbed out in non title matches, they eventually set up title matches, whatever. Lazy people, I mean, yeah, who cares? But honestly, I think that Goldberg, it wasn't enough to save the show. It was cool to see Goldberg, but it wasn't enough to save the show. This, this was dire. This was a really, really bad. A couple of moments aside, this was really bad. Really, really bad. Just boring. And, <clears throat> and you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking as well before Christmas. I was thinking, you know what? I don't really want to reboot. <laughs> I think I've been reviewing all since October, so you know, you know, I've kept it going for three, nearly three months now. So I want to watch any movies and things, but honestly, what I'll do, I'll watch the Bliss segments whenever she's back on. Um, I mean, you watch the Goldberg segments, but there's nothing in this show. This, this show is bad, so, and this might be my last law review for quite some time. We'll play it, play it by ear, but I thought of watching it, sitting through this. And to be fair, I can get through it in the in 20 minutes, but I can only imagine how boring it will be fast forward and bits and fast forward and I can only imagine how boring this is, sitting through three hours of it every week when all that out. I just, I don't know how people can do it, frankly. I don't know, but whatever. This show just, this show stank. One or two great sports aside, this show really, really stank. 